COVID doing work, two for on my shirt, he the greatest on the court, and I'm the greatest on the verse, going for the fourth ring like it was his first, gotta get the bling, do it for Kareem, two for so nice, my flow's so mean, catch me at the game sitting next to Goldstein, Kobe Bryant Nike's purple gold strings, Kobe in the game, dunking on your team, Black Mamba, Attack Conquer, Basketball's Beast, Rap Monster, Crossover good, a turnaround jumper. We're just driving the lane and dunk on the dunkers. You know when it's going down, it's going down, yo. This is the Lake Show, but don't drown, no. I call him King Brian, not let the crown show. Welcome to episode six. I got my boy Jarrell Bush on here with me today. Yo, yo, yo. We're going to get into a few things on today's podcast. I'm going to start off by asking you the infamous first question. Describe Jarrell Bush in a few words. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, cool, calm, collective. Likes to have fun. Loves everybody. Loves everybody. Yeah. I no, agree with that one. No no discrimination nowhere. <laughs> come come holla at your boy. <laughs> what are some good things you have going on in your life? Oh, dude. Recently married to a beautiful wife. Uh, friends, everybody would die for. And just living a life. Good job. Families, healthy. That's all I can ask for. What would you say is your greatest achievement in life so far? Marrying my wife. (laughs) Buying a house. uh, Hopefully hopefully having a a family someday. Right. Having that opportunity is, is my biggest... Hell yeah. Who or what has had the greatest impact on your life? Who or what? Um, if I had to, if I had to pick, if I would say it would be probably one of my friends. If I had to pick one of my friends, I'd say uh, Brandon Way. He's a yeah. He's a he, He's a wholesome guy, bro. Yes. <laughs> the be- best best dude you can find, hands down. And uh, he just he's a he's like a one of my greatest advisors. Right. I go to him when something's bad. I'm like, all right, bro. I'm gonna call B Way. He's got a solution. So he really do. And he he's a he's a quick thinker. I'm like, I do. Like, how can you give me this good information this quick? Like, yeah. right. <laughs> He'd be like, listen to me. It, it's, and he it's he breaks it down in such great words. He's, and he and he's very vocal with his hands. <laughs> He'd be like, just trust what I'm saying. You got to understand everything. <laughs> 
What are some things in your life that you would like to improve about yourself? Uh, I like to be more active. When I when I get home from work, I sit my ass on the couch. I don't do shit else. I like to get up and do some more things. You know, get get more active. Maybe work out. Pro- no, not work out. But <laughs> you know, go out and do some do some shit. You get up and go to the kitchen. That's it. <laughs> and you'd be lucky if I do that. <laughs> Living in this damn Louisiana heat, I can't do shit. Right. It's hot as fuck out here. Day and night. How was life growing up? And would you say it was good or, good or bad? Oh, my life growing up was great. I got the best of both worlds. My, my family was great. I had great friends growing up. Their families was great to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I felt the love everywhere. So my, my childhood was great. I wouldn't change it for the world. For sure. The New Orleans Saints make up a major part of your life. <laughs> I asked Jeremy, but I want to have your take on it too. A few weeks, a few weeks ago, Drew Brees was criticized for his comments about disrespecting the flag. Many were upset. Some agreed. What are your thoughts? All right, my thoughts is personally. I think he was baited into the question because mm. they knew his beliefs about the flag beforehand and they didn't ask him anything about what it was about. But what he said is still frowned upon these days. Yeah, yeah but definitely. You, you, you can't, he said what he said. He came out, he apologized. Mm-hmm. What else is a man to do? Right. Do you think it's disrespectful to? Nail for the flag? No. Me either. I, I, don't, I don't believe so. Me either. Pe- people say so, but that's just my beliefs. What somebody else believes, by right. all means, right. fucking believe it. I know we had talks growing up about your biological father not being there while growing up. How did that affect you as you got older? Uh, I would say it just didn't prepare me for shit that, uh, like, all my friends growing up, they did everything with their dads, they camping trips and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know, I never got that. I had a stepdad. He was great. You know, right. nigga was tough, but he was great. He was a good dude to me. But I never got what everybody else got, the, the comforting dad, or you know what I mean, it's just shit like that. But I think I turned out great. Uh, job boy. Do you think it make you want to be a better father when you have your own, what, you have your own family? One thousand percent. One thousand percent for sure. I got to grow up. You know what I mean. I, I'm. I've never talked to my dad once. Yeah, I remember you telling me ever. Never seen this dude. I've had his number for probably a decade. Never called him. Wait, you never seen him either? No. When I was a child, I couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> but it is what it is. He picked his path. I got mine. That's all. all right. 
What is something that you recently realized that you wish you would have realized sooner? Mm, that's, a tough, that's, a good, that's a good question. What I would have realized sooner. Everybody, everybody does drugs. <laughs> if I'd have known that at a young age, I'd have been way more like relaxed. Right. Everybody does drugs. That's true. It made you think about when um you was younger and your teachers would have a substitute, like spare the moment, and they'd be like, Oh, um, I was called in the substitute for this teacher. When you get older you you look at it like Damn, I have them rough Sundays, too. <laughs> I know all about them hangover Sundays. I know all about them. Hell yeah. Do you believe in God? Yes, I believe in God. I, I'm, I'm not an avid worshiper, but I believe, I, believe, I believe he's up there. Do you believe... Do you believe in God because you was taught to? Or do you believe in God because you want to? And you know? I say both. I was taught Same. at a young age. And I was always forced to go to church. Getting drunk by my ear on Sundays. Right. But, you know, Sunday, uh, Christmas. Never miss a Christmas. Easter, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. For, with the family. But after a while, whenever we moved to Sidell, we really stopped going to church. That's how it was for us. We went to, we had Bible study Wednesday, choir practice Thursday, Friday they had this thing called Youth Night, and it was from 7 to 10 on Fridays. And then Saturday, it was me, Chris Laveau, my cousin Reggie, my sisters, we had to go to like a hip hop. Like hip -hop. Oh, so y'all had fun now. Yeah, and then Sunday was church, but then Sunday was two services, and my mom is still like that to this day, to where it's like, two. when I got this tattoo, I got it on Canal Street, and I got home at like 6 in the morning, and my mom was like, you know you're going to church, right? And I was sitting in church. <laughs> Heard. But it's like, I went through a phase where I was like, um, it made me want to be like rebellious, to be like, damn, I went to church so much, I don't want to go no more, and... But it never like made me question God, but um, I went through the phase of like too much church and yeah. not wanting to be there. But then I like I'm still not back going to church like actively. But I got my relationship with God is like it's there. It's strong. Yeah. Gonna ask a quick question about race. You and I have had talks about racism, and we mentioned how we shrug stuff off in order to not make a scene, but we don't want to put energy into it. You and I have experienced times where we actually was fed up with it, and I know you experienced things within your relationship early on that wasn't fair. If you could speak on the things that you went through, and how'd you overcome, and what was the end result? <clears throat> uh... The, the first thing that I could really remember was when I was in high school, I dated a chick, and uh, 
we were going strong for a while. It's probably my first love, like real love. And um, we were going steady for a while. And then when up, one day she just tells me, oh, I can't be with you no more. Mm-hmm. And I was in love. I was, I was, I was hit hard. And I finally got the real reason was her dad didn't want her dating a black dude. Right. So I, I, you know, I was, I was hurt, but I didn't pressure her or you know anything like that. But that was my first thing that I dealt with. That was huge in my life. Well, other than that, you know, just. Here and there, guys that say this, you know, right. but me growing up, how I did, I grew up inside of with a lot of with a lot of white people, right. which is my family, dude. I, I love them to death. They love me to death, but it is what it is. I've I've learned to I've learned to shrug shit off, but now I know enough is enough. Right. That's how I am too. I was just um, I was telling Andy that even shit I heard, I was like, I'm starting not to care because those motherfuckers are outnumbered. Like the He's people with hate in their heart. It's starting to be like, you pick your own battles, but at the end of the day, the people with that mindset are dying off. They like the last of a dying breed. So it's kind of like you get with the program or get, left <laughs> or get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. If you had enough money that you never needed to work again, what would you do with your time? First off, with my time, I would make sure all my family's straight. Mm-hmm. That's number one priority. Make sure everybody's good, living right. Then after that, I probably travel. Yeah, you know, same here. But I'm I'm not, I'm not a big traveler. I go a couple places, come back home. Right. Sleep on my couch <laughs> for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Swim in a pool. That's about it. Drink drink uh, forty five Budweisers. That'd be about it. I always said that I was like, if I make it big, I would give my friends and my family. Well, my friends, all my family. So I would give everybody like. A property and, but even if like if I ever was famous, I don't ever want the fame. I just want to. I mean, you know how I am. I would rather fucking sell on the porch and fucking exactly. Yeah. Talk for thirty hours. Yeah, I feel that though. But but me and Jeremy always talked about uh, if we ever was got rich, we'd buy a neighborhood. Yeah. And just. All the houses on the block would be all our boys. Oh, fucking right. Everybody, everybody in the back. We got we got family in that back. A whole third is in the front yard. Yeah, you know, like shit like that. Hey, dream big. Fucking right. <laughs> you and I have both talked about Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant God, died in. Kobe Bryant died in January of this year, and we talked about the effect he has had on us. Everyone in the world, but especially black men, who have grew up searching for a hero, we felt like we had a superhero with Kobe. And he was a black man who was universally loved, and 
if you could talk to me about your love for Kobe because you are to Kobe what Stan was to Eminem. <laughs> I could have said it better. Except all the crazy shit, you know, but, but, yeah. So, when I was growing up, I've always, always loved Kobe, always. Uh, from fourth grade, I, every, every project I did, everything I did was on Kobe. I just loved how he was, he was just his mentality. He was right. a killer. He, when he, when it came to the fourth quarter, ain't no stopping him. Right. Ain't no stopping him. But I've always had that love for him. And then when he progressed and uh, developed the mama mentality, right. that, that's when I really got into it. And then uh, tragically, when he died, man, uh, that, that hit me hard. I cried for probably about two days. Me too. <laughs> Two days long. And, and everywhere I went, I couldn't get away from it. Uh-huh. Uh, Instagram, whole timeline. Facebook, whole timeline. Twitter, whole timeline. Right. So every time I just pulled it up, it was just reliving it over and over again. But, hey, I think I'm going to get a Kobe tat. You should. I think I'm going to do it, for sure. Remember the night um. Remember the night before he passed, and we was at Joe's house, and um, me and you was talking about him, and I was, you was like, uh, yeah, Kobe, my number one, and I was like, yeah, Kobe, my all time, and and you, I was like, no matter what, I said I respect LeBron and everybody for their talent, but I was like, Kobe always number one, and always. then the next day when the the news hit, and I texted you, I was like, bro, what the fuck? And it it was weird though, cause. I don't know if you remember, he uh, he came out with a speech, like the day of the, or the day before, and then he was like talking weird. It was talking like he like he knew like he, he was knew. gonna die. Yeah, it was weird, man. It was weird. Do you think Kobe there'll ever be another Kobe on my shirt? Huh? Do you think there'll ever be another Kobe? Fuck no. I agree. Don't don't even try. <laughs> don't don't even fucking try. <laughs> Absolutely not. You could try. You could try. You, you, you'll get close. That, All you could do is be inspired. Exactly. Exactly. If you could start your life over and change one thing, what would it be? Uh, I probably, I probably go to college. Why? I'm tired of working in this heat, bro. I like I like to sit in the office building and type on a computer or something. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Other, other than that, bro, I, I love my college. Life. Will break you though. It did Damn, me. Man. I got fucking sixty thousand dollars of student loans. God, God bless you. Did I still? I paid one on one a month, and it was for three and a half years. And I only went to college because my parents were selling me. Just you go to college. To. Just go to college. And I knew I could do it smart wise, and. Even when, like, my GPA was a 3.5, and I remember showing it to my parents, and all, I felt, like, no excitement about it. Because, you weren't happy at all. Yeah, because I was like, that's not, that's not what I want to do. And, um, and then my last year, even now if I go back, I have, like, 18 credits left to get, which would be easy, but I was paying, like, $4,000 a semester out of my own pocket. That's a semester, and it's four years. Yeah, and that's a semester, so... It was either like work full time or do this, 
And I tried to do the part-time thing. And it was still, at the time, I'm driving a hoopty. That was when I got my old Camry. And it's like, my fucking car <laughs> don't have no AC. And I'm driving to Southeastern all the time. And I'm like... Living the life. I'm like... <laughs> I'm knowing that it'll, it'll pay off eventually. But I still felt that it was... Um, it wasn't what I wanted to do because I always wanted to do acting before before college. Yeah. And I would get accepted into almost every audition I went to. And my parents would be like, oh, well, try college, try college. And I used to be like, damn, is it going to take college for me to be able to get respect? Yeah. And that was the only reason why I went. But even like now, I have no regrets. And sometimes I still think about going back. But I always think about all the money I could have put into everything. Everything else. Yeah. Anything else. Like, I'm driving in a car with two broken windows, no AC. Bro, when I, I think Heard. I told you that story. When I drove to Casey Wedding, yep. I drove there in my boxers because my car had no AC. That was the camera with no <laughs> AC, and I had my clothes on the passenger seat. But I'm paying $4,000. <laughs> <Just the safebrush. laughs> some dollars uh, out of my pocket at the time for school. And I used to be like, man, fuck this shit. But I respect the people that went and they knew that they wanted to go. Like, I don't have nothing against that. Most people got help, though. I just say that, like, oh, yeah, definitely. And um, even, like, some of my friends, like, they would even tell me, like, oh, well, I did have it easier. Like, my parents wrote me a check for my semester. And exactly. I wrote you a check and got you some spending money on the credit card. You right. And I never, like, I never had jealousy toward them because it's like, I want to... I want to have that much money for my kids to do shit like that. That's why I'm trying to and, do this at this moment. Right. But I would just say about college, like, know why you want to go. Because, I mean, it's the reason why people that have degrees and they still out here jobless. Oh, I do people to this day. Right. Graduated from LSU. I do shit. Mm-hmm. If you were given a week to live, how would you spend the time? You ever heard that? Seven uh, days. You, you ever heard that song, uh, Live Like You Were Dying yeah. by Tim McGraw? That, that's, that question makes me think. Yeah, that whole, listening, you'll get the, you'll get the answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, about, just about everything he did there, plus spend time with, with the loved ones. Right. Make sure they know that everybody rubbed off on me. Mm-hmm. I, I got something from just about everyone and everyone that I've come encountered with I've taken something from them oh, yeah. and use it in my everyday life right even whether good or bad you take something away from everyone the, the bad's the best that, 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 that's where you learn right in March 2019 you were married you married Tabby with the good hair <laughs> how is Mary like treating you oh bro it's great it's great. My wife is the best, dude. She's uh she's the most selfless person I've ever met. She give the the shirt off her back to anybody. <laughs> I agree. And marriage, I, I we've been together for almost thirteen years now. So I've been married. I was married well before the wedding. Right. So it's just about the same, but doing life with her and. Trying to live life with everybody before we hunker down and you know start a family. But mm. It's great. It's great for sure. 
If you could give a short description of what Tabby means to you, what would you say? Uh, you ever heard the term, uh, you lose your head if it wasn't attached to your shoulders? Mm-hmm. She's my shoulders. <laughs> she, 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 she's holding me up there, buddy. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> Casey, I'm laughing because Casey would always tell me, like, you would lose your dick if it wasn't attached to you. Yes. And I'd really be thinking in my head, like, I, I know I, I pro- would. I probably, I probably fucking would. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he ain't lying, though. <laughs> Shout out my boy, C-Lat. <laughs> Who is the better cook? You would have me. You're looking at him, buddy. <laughs> Feast your eyes with the fucking surprise. <laughs> They call me uh, Gordon Ramsay. I'm playing. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not good at all. I follow recipes. <laughs> hey, it still come out good though. Thank you. Who is the funniest person in your life? Uh, Jeremy Richard. For Why? sure. I, I I wish I wish I could answer that for you. The shit he says, the shit that comes to his mind that he speaks is baffling. <laughs> Fuck, I agree 200%. Dude, something else. He knows it too. Oh yeah, he do. That's why he he eats it he up. Amplifies he amplifies it. Exactly. <laughs> yes, indeed. I know you and Jeremy have been friends for years. What are some of the best things about Jeremy, and what's the worst? The worst. Let's start with the worst, because he's he's a lot of that. <laughs> um, he knows how to push my buttons. Yeah. I've known this dude since I was in third grade. He knows what to say to piss me the fuck off. Yeah. And the good is. He's he's a loyal some bitch. Mm. Got my bag through it all. I, I don't if I if I kill somebody and I got a body in the trunk, he ain't saying the words. He it's just, it's just like the town. You ever seen that? He's like, oh, I love that movie. Uh, what do you say? Uh, who's Kavi taking? And who's Kavi taking? That that's Jeremy right there. That's him for sure. Who's Kavi taking? I know that you would do anything to save a friend, so I have to ask you. If Jeremy was bit on the ass by a snake and he couldn't get to the hospital, would you suck the venom out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if he didn't suck it out my ass, I was going to make him. And I'm sure he would do the same. I'm going to help my guy out. But we're going to make sure there's no video cameras. Uh, right. We ain't talking about this. He's going to sign an NDA. And he wrote good. this question, too. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Bastard. I know friendship is important to you. You and Tabby have a lot, and they come over every weekend, so that says a lot about how they are treated if they want to come over here every weekend. Describe what friendship means to you. Friendship? I would I would say like like Casey said, friendship is friendship is is nothing, dude. It's family. When I meet you, 
I want to make you my family. I want. I, I want to. I want to live what you live. I, I want to know what you know. So mm-hmm. when I make a friend, I make them family. Right. The it's nothing but deep conversations and love. I learned that from uh, yours truly. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> when you are old and you look back on your life, what do you think will matter the most? Growing up how I grew up. Knowing the people I knew. You know, um, actually having fun, you know what I mean? Not being able to be sheltered. Like, my my mom was able to give me just about anything I wanted. I was spoiled. Oh, yeah, I know. To the T, you know. Mama's boy. But just uh, getting the knowledge I did. Right. For sure. Yeah, we almost out of beer. We are out of beer. What is something that you can't live without? Sports. There were no sports. And why do you feel that way? It's just entertainment, you know? I'm a huge uh, fantasy football guy. So if I don't have fantasy football during during football season. And also... My wife. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Tevi with the good hair. Gang, 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 gang. What hobbies do you enjoy the most? Uh, I enjoy friendly competition. I enjoy... Um, Swimming a lot, bathing in the sun, but also dipping in the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, chilling with friends, that's always a huge thing. Drinking beers with the boys. You know what Saturdays are for. Oh, yeah. In golf. New, newly to the golf game, <laughs> newly. I don't enjoy it as much as I should, because yeah. I suck, but... Every weekend you be out there. Trying. With your fucking clothes. I be, try- <laughs> I be trying, bro. Practice makes perfect. And I'm not perfect yet. <laughs> Have you ever done drugs before? <sighs> yes, sir. Do you use... Whenever you tried it, did you try it to escape from reality, or did you just do it to enjoy yourself and get high? I did it to experience it, see what it was like. Mm-hmm. You know, don't want to be a greenie. So right. I did it to see what it was like. It wasn't like uh, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, was, it was me actually being like, all right, I'll try this. All right. Ain't nobody gonna prayer and pressure me in that shit. (laughs) 
Do you want to have a family? Hell yes. Yes, indeed. How many kids do you want? I've always dreamed of three. Uh, two boys and a girl. Of course, you know, you want the boy first. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, a girl. And then a baby son. That's always what I want. Any plans in the future on when you want to start? It's a, it's a near future. Very near future. <laughs> My mom's been asking for God knows how long. How do you want to be remembered when you're going? be remembered as the guy that everybody loved and there was never a bad time around. Just all around, just the guy you want to be around. Yeah, I think you will be. And also want people at my wedding, I mean at my funeral, Jesus, uh, to wear bright clothes. Um, Highlighter. Highlighter yellows. It could be like my dad. No blacks. It could be like my dad. His funeral was on um, the attire was everybody wears a uh, Saints jersey. I love that. Yeah, I love the that. whole church was filled with people in Saints. I love that. Give the give the pastor one. He needs to rock one too. <laughs> Damn, I love that a lot. Yeah, bro. My mom was like, cause that's how he was when I told you that before. Like when he would he would leave church early, and. He would be like, the Saints are coming on at 12. And it got it so bad to where it got so bad to where the church got a TV in the office. And my dad would go, my dad wears security, so he would go into the office and watch the Saints game. So he wouldn't make my mom leave church. <laughs> so when he passed away, my mom, that's what happened too when, um, when he was in the hospital. I called him and I was like, hey, I recorded all, he was so into football to where I was like, I recorded the Super Bowl and I was like, I already know the results, but I was like, I'm gonna I ain't seen it yet. <laughs> right, and he was like, die hard, even from like back in the day, he would be like, Aaron Brooks, you asshole, uh, Mike Sticker, you piece of shit, Sean Payton, you, like, he said some shit Ruthless. I can't, yeah, he said some shit I can't say, <laughs> <laughs> but people in the church would come over and watch the games and my mom would be like, babe, you can't say that. And he'd be like, I say anything I want to fucking say. It's my he'd like, fucking house. He'd be like, they got a problem. They can get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so when he passed, my mom was like, we're not going to wear no, no like sad colors or whatever. She was like, everybody wears Saints attire. So people yes. came in with like Saints t-shirts, Saints jerseys. And that was pretty much the whole church. I love it. I love it. What are your views on marijuana legalization? Do it. God bless do it. Why? First of all, the money income that it would help any city. Mm-hmm. Everybody smokes weed. You, you bring that in, that's just another plus. Also, it's harmful. Harmless. Harmless. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had to think about what you said. Like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's harmless. And it's all around good time. It is. It's a good time. What do you think about coronavirus? 
I don't think it's fake. I think it's, I think it's real. Yeah, I do too. It's a real virus for sure. I think it's uh, people are blowing it out of proportion more than what I would. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I wear my mask every fucking where I go. Right. And I'm being safe. And I also think that people think that wearing a mask, not wearing a mask is uh, is bullshit because somebody's telling them. Mm. That's that's. Good. Uh, but I I believe it's I believe it's real virus and fucking beware. Right. That's how I am. Like I know the virus is real, but I also know the government is manipulating data too. It's been happening since day one. Right. I'm like it ain't the first thing they manipulated, so it, it's exactly. never gonna stop. If you could send a message to, especially like with racism going on in the world, if you could send a message to every racist in the world, what would you say? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yes. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. That's what I tell him. <laughs> Trump or Biden? Neither. We agree there. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of them motherfuckers. Now we're going to play a game of Would You Rather. Crawfish or Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras. Chick-fil-A or Canes? Chick-fil-A. Popeyes or churches? Popeyes. Beer or weed? Both. <laughs> text or talking? Text. For sure, text. Sex with the lights on or sex with the lights off? On. Jeremy or Tabby? <laughs> Tabitha. Same answer. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather do the choking or would you rather be choked? Do the choking. Would you rather have a small penis that can ejaculate or have a big one with erectile dysfunction? A small one that can ejaculate. For sure. Everybody likes the pleasure. <laughs> In the last part. Describe your friendship with Harold Gibson. Oh, my friendship with Harry. It's a it's a new recent one. Really deep, really great recent friendship. We uh we talk about the tough shit and we actually help each other through it. Yeah. You give me great advice. And I value our friendship no other. Same here. And I'm glad that we have crossed paths. Fucking right. For sure. Fucking right. Because we hadn't. Who know where I'd be? I'd probably be at the store cursing somebody out right now. <laughs> you still do that when you don't get food. <laughs> hey. 
when a motherfucker hangry, <laughs> bring bring the food stack. <laughs> Man, that's all for episode six. I love you. Love you too, you son of a bitch. Alright, guys. Turn it on me. Alright. Let's ask Harry some questions. Okay. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Um, I would say that I'm weird. So whenever I do something, um, people question why I do it. Or even like me wearing a boring costume or me me doing certain things in my life. Like when I just do it just to do it because I don't care. Yeah. But people always think that it's like a, a motive behind it or something. But it's, I don't know, I just like to go against the grain. So where even when I was in high school and I used to wear nothing but like Rockwear. I would have like Rockwear shorts or Rockwear shirt. Now we have G Nikes and that's the shit back in. And but it was like when I witnessed one of my friends being made fun of, I was like, um, cause he had on like Fate of Glory or some shit, and I was like, I looked at my friends and I was like, why y'all doing that? And it was like they just kept like ribbing him or whatever, and I knew it wasn't in like good good banner. So the next day I fucking came to school and I had Fate of Glory, too, and I was like. Yeah, I know y'all not gonna say nothing because y'all already know I have. It's, 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 uh, it's easy to it's easy to make fun of the guy that you don't really know. Right, and people people like misunderstand me on shit like why you why you do it why you do that and I'm always like I don't have a reason or I guess I do have a reason. It's because it's, it's because it's something that you ain't gonna do. Right, like when. I got the Borat costume and everybody's like, you're not going to wear it. And it was like, watch me. Yeah, right. And and I still just wore it because I wanted to wear it. But people always have like a whole fucking theory on why I did it. and Like, oh, he's just trying to overcompensate, dude. Like, like go up, bitch. I did, I did it because I wanted to fucking do it. Right. And I think people that do misunderstand, they don't even like take the chance to get to know like who I really am. It's more so of like, let me judge you on this one thing you're doing in a split second. And it's like you get to fucking know me, you'll realize, like, I had people tell me that I chill with. They was like, man, you nothing like I thought you was. And that's the point. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the guy that's different because I don't want to be like you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I like that. Uh, if you, in, in, in today's society, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, it's a blank canvas. What would it be and why? It would probably be a banner that says, uh, show love to everybody. And the only reason why I say that is because I went through so much in my life. Like, I was taught love growing up, but you kind of, like, didn't really express it except from, like, your mom. Exactly. And I realized that, like... And your grandma. yeah. And I realized that, like, a lot of people, especially, like, men, you grow up and it's, like, you want, you want to feel that, but if you grow up a certain way, you feel like, oh, I can't do that, or that's weird, or something, and, um, I kind of, yeah, so I kind of feel like that would be my billboard, because 
now I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll break down the walls, somebody break down the walls, and it's like, at the end of the day, no matter what I do, or no matter what I say about love, everybody end up feeling the same way. And no matter if you got, if you're the tough dude, if you're the dude from the hood, if you're the dude from uh, the suburbs, everybody got the same fucking view on it. And, and I feel like it would just say that to, I mean, it would probably, another thing is express yourself. Like, that would probably be a, a billboard, too. Okay, I like that. Because. Okay. Express yourself. Yeah, yeah like, be who the fuck you want to. Like, be who the fuck you want to be. Like, I'm not your fucking judge. And exactly. there's not, like, even if I criticize people, my words don't mean shit at the end of the day. And I can express disappointment. I can dis- express judgment. And my words don't mean shit. Exactly. Like, even, like, what we talked about, like, what I eat don't make you shit. What you eat don't make me shit. And a Your lot shit of... shit don't stink. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, like a lot of people walk through life, like, oh, um... Let me walk on this thin line. I, I can't make people feel this way about me. I'm, I can't make this person think something about me. And it's like, at the end of the day, fuck them. Fuck, fuck. me. Yeah, f- <laughs> fuck everybody. Yeah. Shit. I don't give a damn what you think. Okay, okay. What is the best tip that you have to try to make the world a better place? Um... I would just say to let your guard down and yes. even when you don't want to is some of the best experiences I have was from letting my guard down from even when I knew it was from like hateful environments or something like letting my guard down was one of the like the best things that I ever did because you welcome so much good shit to come into exactly. your life and ain't nothing clouding your judgment right and I feel like um I feel like you can't change the world for the better if um if you're not letting people in. And everybody have that mindset of like, um Oh, if you real you should only have two friends or if you real you should whatever and it's like you should uh real people don't have a lot of friends, uh fake people do and it's shit like that and it's the like the problem is the problem is you thinking somebody's real and somebody's not real. Right. And that's the thing, like, I used to I used to let that fucking affect me, you know. Oh, of course. It's like, at the end of the day, I feel like no man that had one friend or two friends have changed the world. Because there's more people in the world than one or two people. And how you go get, how you going to know how to change the world by talking to two motherfuckers you've been talking to all your life? Right. And it's like those two, those two people can feel good talking to because you feel like you have comfort or whatever. But... I've been around racist people, and I have racist people tell me, like, oh, you're the reason why I changed this way, or you're the reason why, like, my dad loves you, and my dad was, like, a hardcore racist, and if I was just confined to those two friends, I would have never got a chance to to, impact that person. Yeah. So I would just say to, like, let your guard down and, um, fucking talk to people. Exactly. Express yourself. Once again. (laughs) Okay, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be, and why? Um, my dad, uh, Michael Jackson. I already knew that was one. 
Um, and the third would be Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. And the reason why for my dad is because I would just want to have another dinner with him in general. And with Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson is like honestly what made me want to change because, I mean, this dude loved everybody and he had like a kid mind state, but he was like a pure human being to where no matter what, even if he like got accused for it's like everything he went in life, I always felt like, damn, like Michael Jackson is like, he can teach everybody a lesson on um, how you can be loved one minute and you can be hated the, the next. next minute. Oh, yeah. But... Just like today with the fucking cancel culture. Right, right, right. And he was like the prime example on like how you can be the biggest thing in the world. And it's even while like sometimes like I hate compliments because I'm like, Michael Jackson was loved by everybody. And then one moment they turned on him, but he still like overcame everything that was going on. Exactly. And then... Nelson Mandela because, I mean, people like Nelson Mandela, like Rosa Parks, <laughs> Martin Luther King, it's like, I always look at how much, like, even when we were talking about with family, like with our white friends, like, we wouldn't even have that if it wasn't it for those people. For the, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, that's the reason why those people mean so much to me, and I would, I would want to have dinner with them to see, like, how did you have the balls to do that in a time like what that? What gave you the courage? Yeah. Because now we live in now we live in a time where it's like, shut up, don't don't speak on that. You're gonna make a lot of people uncomfortable. And it's like these people is really like going out there, like just they didn't give a shit. They didn't give it a was fuck. like we gonna make it better for the people to come after us. But we still <laughs> we still gonna <laughs> Bro, I don't like roaches, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> where am I going? But it's like, that's why I'm, that's why I'm like outspoken on some stuff now because it's like, um, I mean, we take, even when I see like people like B-Way or Jeremy and it's like, oh man, like I became like fucking boys and brothers with these people. I always think about like shit that people went through before them and they had people that was just like, let me just stay inside. I don't want to be a part of that. And then they had people like, let me go outside and, and like, be there and fucking raise hell. Right. And I, especially like Nelson Mandela, like he was locked up and um, he went through the whole fucking torture thing and he still came out not hating people. He did not hate nobody. He never. That's like, amazing. Yeah. And it's. You step up my shoe roll, I probably, like, I probably don't like you. Right. <laughs> and this dude. And, and it's like, but um. Diddy said on, like, the last Nas album, he was like, like, black people have compassion. And I feel like so hard now after listening because at first I listened to it as a song, but now I listen to it as, like, damn, that was a message because it's so much shit that, like, black people could be mad at. But we always be like, hey, show love. You exactly. show love. You, you my brother. And I, and I love that about us. And, um... But I always think of people like Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King and stuff, and it's like, they just was there. And they had a loving heart. In the heart of it. Yeah, and their legacy still live on to this day. And I want to be like those people. Exactly.
God bless him. Okay. I like this one. What is the best compliment that you have ever received? That my friends told me the reason why they say I love you is because of me. And that's absolutely the truth. I love, I, I love you. I love you too. And I say that because it's like, I went through 24 years of never saying it. And even in a short time of me learning to say it, I still made other people open their minds and do the same thing. Even though I learned that at 24 years old, it made me realize like it's never too late to teach somebody. Exactly. Everybody is susceptible to learn something. And if you're not, you're the problem. Right. For sure. Okay, let's switch it up. If you had to pick your last meal on this earth, what would it be? Gumbo. Oh, God bless. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Okay, would you rather play video games or watch movies? Watch movies. I'm a movies guy myself. Your famous question. Pineapple on pizza? Or yeah. not? What? Pineapple on pizza or not? No. Something's got to change your mind. I was the same way. When I grew up, I never had that in my life. Went to Jeremy's house when I was a kid to his mom's house. And they ordered some pizza. Pineapple and ham. And it changed my life. I would have to try it. Dude, it's delicious. I look at it and I get disgusted. With that little, with that little garlic on the crust from Domino's? I'm not a Domino's guy. Right, oh, another question. Papa John's. Or Domino's? Papa John's. Thank you. Thank you. Especially since Shaq took over. Yeah, Shaq. <laughs> I mean, Papa John's is like premium pizza. Yes. That's like that's like the go-to. You having a party? Oh, yeah. Other source of pizza. Call Papa John's. Tyree's a pizza hut girl. My boy Matt is too. I'm still looking out for this roach, if y'all didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Did you see that? That, that, that beer just ran down my fucking beard. <laughs> you probably felt it and thought it was a fucking roach. Well, I'm glad we did this, Harry. Me I too. Good, I, had a good, I had a good time. Me too. I'd love to do it again in the next season. We are. We all for sure. We got to get a part two. The sequel? Part, part two, we're going to get down and dirty in part two. <laughs> Fucking right. I love right. you. Love you too, baby.